Hi, everyone, and welcome to Live Your Happy TV. I am so psyched and grateful for the guests that we have today. Um, she is not only a colleague, uh, um, she's, she's also an author, but she's also a very dear friend, and I hold her close to my heart. And it's really nice always to interview your friends because then there's like a whole added element of energy there of background stories that we're going to be able to share with you today. Um, she is an amazing spirit. Um, she has a tremendous drive and she is a speaker as well as the author of the book from anxiety to love, the best-selling book from anxiety to love. And she's also a professional meditator. And the reason I say that is because she's really, really, really good at meditating. It's one of her specialties. So we're definitely going to talk about that and, and how that's helpful to bring out the happiness that you're so worthy of. Um, so I would introduce to you um, Corinne Zopko. She's in the house. Woo, woo. Woo Here we go. Happy choo-choo training has taken off. <laughs> yes. And talking about that, um, just so everybody knows, Corinne and I were both in the same publishing house, which is New World Library. Um, she got published a year um, after me, literally pretty much a year after me. And um, since we are friends, I think it's so cool to be able to share just like little intimate stories of what happened behind the scenes. Um, and one of those things was, I remember you asking me at the Course in Miracles conference in Vegas of, of how I had met Patrick, which is also our book agent. We have the same book agent, D. Patrick Miller from Fearless Books. And I remember you asking me about publishing a book and, um, and that you were talking to Patrick. And I want you to just share a little bit about your experience and what finally you decided to go with him and, and do the book through him. Cause I know you, you were a little bit hesitant, you know, and I think a lot of people go through those challenges as well to make that decision, you mm -hmm. know? Cause it's a big decision. I mean, my hesitance really came in because I thought I was going to go the direction of becoming my own publisher and publishing mm -hmm. the book myself. And so there's a lot of benefits to doing it that way. And obviously there's a lot of benefits of having a traditional publishing deal. So wanting to know your experience was just so helpful in, figuring out which direction to go. And when I decided to reach out to Patrick, it, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Everything happened so fast. I had the book deal within, I think six weeks. I had three offers from three different publishing houses. And it just showed me that this was opening up before me. It was the way to go. And that the message that I have to share in the book, particularly for anxiety sufferers, because anxiety is such a common experience for so many of us. It can be a really great motivator for change. It can be a really great motivator for us to really get to work and start to dig down and find true healing. And so it just sort of spiraled and unfolded really, really easily. And here we are, I can't believe it now, about a little over a month post book launch, post you know my book coming out. And I just had my book launch party and it's just been, it's, the whole process has been absolutely amazing. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think um, Patrick has been helpful to both of us. He's been an instrumental key on on getting published, and not not that's not everybody's path. You know, it's been mm -hmm. our path. I know that everybody has their own individualized curriculum of healing, and um, this was just our path, and it's a very similar path. Um, you know, it's a funny little story that I know, and I haven't told you this, but Patrick and I talked a little bit after you guys signed, and he said, you know, Corinne asked me a very interesting question. And I, I was thinking this, I know she would ask something like this for sure. You asked something about if he would die, <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if he would die? 
Okay, let me let me preface this because the contracts involved are like, you know, the money, he gets this money and that money goes yeah. there and he does this back end stuff. And I was like, well, if he's handling all this, what happens if he just disappears? <laughs> I think it's a great question. I think it's, I mean, it's true. I think it's a great question, but it was funny because he was, <laughs> you would totally, because you, you're the type of person that makes sure you have all, everything covered, you know? Well, that's, the, that's, that's the thing with, you know, people who have at least, I would say, you know, an anxiety history, if not already an anxious <laughs> present mind, is that you think of all the different outcomes and used by the ego, that is, you know, in the past, it used to be like, well, preparing for the worst. Like if that, if that happens, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle it? Now, you know, that is another, that can be repurposed, given to Holy Spirit to be used as a strength in that, for instance, I tend to be very detail oriented and can, the book launch party that I just had, there were lots of little details that all came into place because the way my mind works is just like that way. So it could be used for good as well. So that's so funny. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was just such a detailed contract. I was like, well, what if you're doing all this and you're a one man show, just what happens if you disappear? <laughs> it's true. It's something I thought of. I, I didn't ask. I wasn't as ballsy. So I think that that's a good thing. I can be totally baldy. I just put it out there. So <laughs> I know it was, I wanted to bring that up because I, I always say authenticity is sexy and that is, that was very sexy. Um, so what inspired, I go for it. <laughs> what, inspired, what inspired you to write the book in this particular subject? Well, many folks have heard my story already. And for those of you who are new to it, I, as I sort of referenced already, I've had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, lifelong issues with anxiety. And I'm talking about, if we think about a continuum of anxiety from the low end of the continuum, which is just our everyday worries and fears, all the way up to the high end of the continuum, which is the debilitating anxiety and panic attacks, you know, all the diagnosable stuff that you would see psychiatrists and psychologists diagnose. I spent a lot of my time at the high end of that spectrum. And it was through being introduced to A Course in Miracles by my mom that I started finding that as I dove into the course more and more deeply, that the anxiety issues just started to fall away. And I really, really started applying. I've been studying the course since 1997, definitely diligently and, and in a very dedicated way, but I realized that there was so much that I could do to go deeper with it. But the only thing that propelled me to go deeper with it was another round of really intense anxiety in about 2009. And it was at that point, I really realized the difference between a Band-Aid approach to working the course and really getting down deep and dirty into really applying the principles. And so at that time in 2009, when I started really, really working it, the anxiety issues that I had had that had been springing leaks like a leaky pipe. If you think of like a rusty old pipe, you plug one hole, the leak just springs out elsewhere. That had kind of been what my experience was with anxiety. One part would get better and then a leak would spring elsewhere. As I started diving really deep, I started finding that the, the leaks weren't changing. Fear was no longer shape-shifting. It was starting to unravel at its source. And at that point, I started writing and the results comprise the pages of From Anxiety to Love. It's all the steps, all the shifts, everything that I had to do to work with my own. I call it your inner therapist. Course students know that as Holy Spirit or your inner teacher. 
it's everything that I started working with my inner therapist on to get to the point where I am now. So that's the motivation behind it. Honestly, if I could, if I could say the one motivation behind the entire book to write it was um, pain. You know, pain can be a really, really wonderful motivator to do big things if we let it serve us to help us grow instead of you know staying bogged down in fear. Yeah, and I feel a lot of people can relate to that um, pain. Um, I feel many people suffer from anxiety and I have actually a really close friend of mine that, that suffers from anxiety and every once in a while we'll have conversations and she'll have panic attacks and we'll, we'll work on that together. Um, so I know how debilitating it could be and how hard it could be um, for, for people to, to suffer from anxiety. And um, I think that this, this book is, is very helpful because of course, since I'm such a lover of A Course in Miracles, mm -hmm. to be able to use the Holy Spirit, which you call um, the inner therapist, mm -hmm. is, is so helpful um, just because, you know, we all have the answer within and we have this amazing tool, which is our inner wisdom that can basically heal us. So what was your, you feel your number one or your, what, what would you do with your inner therapist that was helping you to heal your mind and to um, lessen the severity of the anxiety? You know, there are a lot of different things. And in a way, I can say the same thing in many, many different ways. But the core thing was that I stopped running from my fear. I stopped running from the anxiety. I stopped looking at it as this like horrible thing that I had to avoid and that I had to do everything to tamp down, you know, and keep away as much as possible. What I started doing instead was looking at it, feeling it with the awareness of my inner therapist, with my awareness of the light of love, you know, of my inner guide, with that awareness that that, that part of my mind was looking at this crap, this muck, <laughs> these caca uh -huh. thoughts with me, looking at it together. And so as I started doing that and not hiding anything anymore, not trying to self-correct, not trying to say, oh, I just had this really yucky judgmental thought. Let me just change that into a positive thought. Or let me just deny that I just even had that thought. Rather than do that, I started getting really honest and saying, oh, I just had this yucky thought come through my mind. Holy Spirit, I'm willing to look at it with you. I'm willing to look at this with you. I don't want to hide it. And so that's the beautiful thing about this practice is that when we realize that freedom lies in our complete honesty in all the crazy thoughts that go through our mind, that we can look at those with the Holy Spirit, that's where healing really, really, really starts to take hold. So that's kind of, I think, the biggest way of saying it. Um, that I can succinctly. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 a beautiful um, practice, and I feel the insight is huge. Um, it reminds me of in my book when I talk about feeling your feelings, and um, to really be get very real and down and dirty with you know your darkness, and to not hide from it or think like, oh my god, this anxiety is bad, or because I'm spiritual, I shouldn't be feeling this way, and let me deny this feelings or whatever I'm going through. It's funny because. I guess I'm right on track with giving advice about anxiety because I remember telling her, my my friend, that she just had this last episode. Um, I, she told me recently that what stood out the most from our conversation is me telling her that it's not bad, that there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I felt that she was making herself wrong, that 
she was having all this anxiety and making it like, well, this is bad, you know, I'm, this is not supposed to be happening. So I love what you just said, because it's, um, it's an embrace. It's mm -hmm. an acceptance. Um, acceptance brings you into the present moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always. Mm -hmm. It doesn't continue to, you know, feel anxious of what's going to happen or because usually the anxiety comes from, she was getting nervous about a spe speech she had to do. Mm -hmm. So it was like very future based. So I feel that when you're accepting and you start to feel your feelings, it bring grounds you to the present moment. And then um, I love what you said because um, to feel the feelings with Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's gonna feel, you know, you're gonna, he's gonna meet you where you're at, your inner therapist, as you like to say. And um, you go through this dance and you heal together because the power to heal is within you in your mind. Um, and then that's how I, I, I start to get my healing on is giving it over and having insights from spirit and, and, and journaling and, and continuing to do that, even though maybe sometimes we might not get an answer, right, Corinne, or, you know, maybe at that moment we, we might not feel the best, but with practice, I feel that we see change. So, um, did you notice that when you started to practice having an amazing relationship with your inner therapist? how things started to shift for you with the practice? Definitely. You know, this is partly too where you mentioned meditation before and this comes in. If we are constantly saying, Holy Spirit, help, 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 help. <laughs> Give me a shift. I want a miracle. I want a miracle. Help, 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 help. If we don't shut up <laughs> and get quiet and start to listen, we're not going to receive the answer that's given the moment we ask for it. So the moment we ask for that miracle, the moment we ask for the shift, it's already there. It's just like we might be too blocked with our own fear though to receive it. So this is where the practice of trusting and trusting that we'll receive it when we're ready. And you know what? I need to go get quiet. I need to just go sit. I need to let go of all the expectation and all the thoughts and all the desires that I wanna have right now You know, for this shift to come through. If I can just sit and even if it's for 30 seconds, it doesn't have to be that long. It just starts to create an open space in our minds so we can hear, so we can receive or sense or feel that guidance, that shift come in. So the practice of getting quiet and not just incessantly asking is really, really important. So I really resonate with that. And I also wanted to just address what you said about your friend and her feeling about anxiety being wrong, because I so identify with that. It's next to impossible to describe to somebody what a panic attack is like if they've never had one. It's like the most overwhelming, most awful, horrible feeling in the world. And it you don't want it, you know? Let's be honest. Like you'd rather feel anything else than what you're feeling right now. But instead, if we can look at that as being a great motivator for change, if we can look at that as our teacher instead of our greatest adversary, we're shifting our relationship to it. When we meet anxiety with that energy of, yuck, I hate this, I want it to go away, <laughs> all we're doing is literally like pouring gasoline on a fire, we're just fueling the ego's flame by that resistance, by that yuck, you know, go away. Instead, that acceptance that you talked about, that openness, that acknowledgement of like, okay, I'm feeling like crap, I don't like it, but this is how I'm feeling right now. That acceptance has a much, much different energy to it. We're not feeding, we're not fueling the ego anymore, but we're instead taking away it's energy by accepting, by acknowledging, by allowing. And so again, that creates some more movement, some more space for a big shift to come in. 
Yeah, beautifully said. And it's beautiful because she did mention that again. She said one of the most helpful things was that you told me that there's it's not nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. And also she had shared um, that it helped her to, um, you know, realize that it's it's not bad. And and she really I know what a, I don't know what a panic attack is because I've never personally had one. But I know that it's awful because mm -hmm. I can sense it in her voice of exasperation and her crying and oh, it's like it's 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 like I, I think that the the fear just completely like just it takes over ego makes it's like literally you go to cuckoo land mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, and you're stuck there and you don't know and then all your emotions are you know also not helping and mm -hmm. um so so i love what you said and i and i and i'm gonna definitely now when you were talking about this i'm gonna give give this book to her um the one that i have here because it's like i, I want to be able to, to be truly helpful i think that this would so help her help her when she sees from anxiety to love she's gonna be like oh my god yes i want i want some of that you know mm -hmm. so i'm definitely gonna gift it to her and there was something else i, I kind of forgot but i hopefully it's, it's just my pregnancy brain that, <laughs> that you mentioned that was so good and um which which actually caused a shift in her oh the part of 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 the meditation that's the part i wanted to get into is the part of sitting and listening and um i feel that we're we don't do that you know we're, we're we our course of miracles says we have a our mind is undisciplined we have no constancy and no consistency so i feel that it's very important the element that you said of of the practice of yeah you could ask all day long but really sit and, and receive mm -hmm. the answer and journal it and and have holy spirit um help you um you know i sit with spirit all the time and i feel always his his warm embrace and and a hug and and we kind of work through it together and people will be like well what does that look like well i mean what it looks like is just with practice you know just sit down and, and try it <laughs> you know that's the first thing i feel that people are like oh no that's too out there you know <laughs> to listen to that voice don't you think but um i feel that the course is teaching us to to go within and to and to listen and then um we're able to um, pump up the volume, as I like to say, you know, that song, pump up the volume, pump up, pump the, up volume, the volume, pump up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> you start to hire the voice on, on Holy, Holy, on Holy spirit. And it helps, but I just love this, what you're doing with this book and your message is beautiful because it is, it is so vital. Um, it's so empowering to let the other know that they have the answer within them. And that they can hear heal something so big as anxiety, panic attacks, depression, all these things through your inner wisdom, your inner therapist. Mm -hmm. It's huge and it's very empowering. Mm -hmm. So, so well, job well done. Thank job you, well done. thank you. And you know, there's nothing special about me. I'm I'm not the only one to have healed anxiety and issues like that. Depression. There's lots of people out there. It just so happens that I I had to write a book about it. I had no choice. Many other people who I've come into contact with who have had such help from A Course in Miracles for their mental health issues. It's really, you know, a course in, um, there's a quote in the course that says, health is inner peace. In the earlier, less edited editions, it, the quote is, mental health is inner peace. So as the course is leading us to this true experience of inner peace, we can't help but have those issues fall away. And that's one of the quotes from my book is that anxiety falls away when you begin to remember your true self. As we shift our identity from this small self 
into a capital S self, as we embrace our connectedness and all that we are, those issues have to fall away. There is no fear in perfect love. There is no anxiety in perfect love. It cannot exist in that awareness. And so that's why our absolute success is totally guaranteed. And what joyous news is that? Yeah, I love that you said you're our true self, you know, our, with a capital S, you know, it's that, 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 that true self that's connected to our higher source, to God. And it's, it's beautiful because I usually say that the way that you can experience true happiness is by letting go of your search for it. Mm -hmm. And um, true happiness, you know, I don't talk about it in the sort of conventional way of the world. It's more of a happiness that when you really start to um, become aware of your true self and start to bask more in that awareness of your true self, which is where you also hear your anxiety, mm -hmm. where everything's healed mm -hmm. because your true self is your happiness. You know, all automatically everything just falls away. So you can't be anxious and happy at the same time. So when you start to really live in your true self, self with a capital S, um, life starts to get, life starts to get really fun. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's like, if we're gonna be here stuck in this piece of shit world, I, it's good to at least be in it and be happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ah, oh, this joyless place needs more joy. So let's embrace our happiness. In the, in the circus, sure. yeah, we're gonna be in the circus. Mm -hmm. We might as well we'll have fun, mm -hmm. you know, um, in the circus and 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 juggle and juggle some love, you know, and and, and juggle some peace and harmony. Um, because I feel ultimately our inheritance is is what you're feeling now, and the healing that you've taken and that has been given to you is your inheritance. It's, mm -hmm. it's God's will for you, for you to be free of the anxiety and not only yourself, but everyone. Um, that is our natural inheritance. You know, anxiety comes from the separation from God. It comes mm -hmm. from the fear. It comes from the egoic mind. And I feel that what you're saying is so key, which is, listen, everything is healed through 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 your inner therapist you know i mean i've come to realize that and it takes practice and how have you been able to especially with the, the being debilitated i know you had panic panic attacks you went through severe anxiety how were you able to to practice um i feel that that's something that's so important i feel that people sometimes they get into it they read a book and then they put it down and then they forget you know? Right, right. And that so, was my journey with the course for 10, 11 years. I was doing it fairly consistently, but doing it, even running to it when I wasn't feeling well, reading something that made me feel better, putting it down, and then going about my day. <laughs> Not truly, truly, you know, integrating this and starting to open to healing unconscious fear, unconscious guilt, these things that I, I came to sense were in a much deeper place in my mind that needed to come out to the light. The times when I was most debilitated with this, like, and I'm talking, could not get off the couch, could not eat, could not function. There seemed to be little to help pull me out of that state. What helped the most was that I had a very loving family who were also students of A Course in Miracles who saw me with charity. They saw me further along in the path than I was. And 
we don't have to have family members who are Course in Miracles students to do this. This is actually one of the meditations that I write about in the book. And I have a corresponding meditation CD that is, is just, it's hot off the presses, it's just come out. It's all the meditations in the book set to beautiful music. And there's a meditation where I guide the listener or guide the reader through getting a photo of, it can be a spiritual figure, it can be your dog. It can be anybody who you know will see you with unconditional love. And imagine if you have their photo, and it should be a photo where they're, you know, where you can look at their eyes. Just imagine that they're looking at you with perfect love, that they are joining with, with the truth in you and not upholding all the caca thoughts. They're not joining with that part at all. They're just joining with the truth. And that was what my family did for me, was to be able to see me with that charity. And so when we can do things like that and have those moments of, even little moments of like respite, what we're stepping into is the fact, and you, you referenced this already, that we are already healed. We are already home. We are wholly innocent, wholly safe. That's the truth. We've chosen to forget that. So the process becomes allowing ourselves to remember that, to be open to remembering the fact that we are already healed. And as we embody that, even if it's just for a split second, that's where big healing happens. That's again, where a lot of the anxiety can fall away. So in the midst of like really, really debilitating awful anxiety, be kind to yourself, do what you need to do. It might mean doing something physical, like you physically wanna change your environment, go for a walk, get out, go to the beach, you know, go in the woods, do something to just change your environment so you're out of the normal place where you can ruminate, you know, to do something different. Um, obviously, doing any course lessons, reading anything, you know, that, that feels good can be absolutely helpful. But I really feel like sometimes the only way through it is through it. I think, was it Robert Frost that said that the only way out is through? that we sometimes might just need to let ourselves be where we are. And if nothing is giving us relief, the bottom line we have to remember is that panic and anxiety exists only in linear time. That means it will have an end. It might feel like it's not going to end ever, but it's going to because it's in this level of form. It does not exist in truth. So at minimum, that's something we can hang on to as well. Yeah, that's very helpful. And I, I love that. I feel that most of the anxiety comes, especially it happens a lot to entrepreneurs and to people that are very involved with their businesses. For instance, mm -hmm. the friend that we've been talking about, she's, you know, she has an organizing business and um, she has two kids and a husband and she's constantly in form and working in form and she creates beautiful things. I mean, she really like blows my mind. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's very sad and disheartening because she's, you know, not living in peace, you know, mm -hmm. because, and I, and I love what you said earlier that, that you can see it as a sign, like an anxiety as a sign, as a teacher, like, Hey, slow down or Hey, you know, change your life because you're worthy of having balance. You know, you can have an amazing career and have an amazing business. And at the same time, have balance and have peace and happiness. Um, and I don't think just her, just, you know, people in general that are in this, you know, in the U S we're taught to work hard and you make money and, then you have this competition and you're at work. And um, I, I've, I've seen stories, even documentaries of, of men having like heart attacks, you know, because they're pushed to extremes. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, to wrap it up here, we can kind of talk about of, of, of how your book helps in, in that way um, to be able to help to not make form 
so it's such a priority and and more your your peace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. prioritizing peace is everything everything and so again like you teach like the course teaches happiness and peace cannot be found outside of ourselves there is nothing in this world that is going to say to you slow down you're whole, <laughs> you are happy, you are worthy. There's nothing out there that's going to do this for us. The choice has to come from within. It has to be our choice to say, enough. I am prioritizing my peace. I am worth it. I am worthy of healing. I am worthy of doing the work. And that happiness and peace can only come from within. It can only, the healing happens at the level of the mind. And that's where the you know, the anxiety will fall away. So it's always, always, always about putting ourselves first, taking mental health days if you need them from work. This is something that I see in my students because I teach graduate classes in counseling that we were just having a discussion that it seems like mental health days are becoming more acceptable to take a day off just because you need it, not because you're sick and like totally knocked out with the flu or something like that take mental health days, take your lunch break, do anything that you can do during the day to slow down. Because again, the pace of our culture, the pace of our society, it's just going to keep going. And we're the ones that have to say, you know what? No, this isn't working for me. I need to do something different. Yeah. I always say, you know, you have the right to say, stop it world. I want to get off, you know, <laughs> you have a right to say that and to choose, like, I like to say peace first, you know, and, and peace is only found in that moment. And what a beautiful way to close to have those beautiful words words expressed to you, which uh, mean a lot to me because it's part of my teachings is like there isn't anything outside of yourself mm -hmm. that is going to give you that happiness, you know, regardless of that promotion or accolade or whatever it is that you're searching for. I'm not saying it's bad. Of course, you know, let's get excited and we're grateful for certain things. Um, but at the same time, what are we doing here? You know, mm -hmm. what are we doing here? And it's so beautiful to be able to bask and be in this world knowing that you know, yeah, you live in it, but you're not of it. Mm -hmm. And um, you get to experience and, and, and such happiness within that. Um, so this is Corinne's book, my friends. It's a beautiful Yay. cover. Kind of reminds me of my favorite cover. I told you the power of now. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I love Eckhart Tolle so much. So it kind of reminds me of that. So that's a good thing. Um, and you can get it on Amazon. You can also get it at any bookstore just by ordering it. And also this thing about the meditation sounds really neat. And I didn't know that you did that. So where can people get that meditation, the meditations that go along with the book? The meditations are on Amazon and iTunes, and I'll have a link up on my website very, very shortly. So that's super exciting. And I just want to add one more thing about, you mentioned in the beginning that I'm a really good meditator. And I would say that there are some meditations where I'm just, I have that monkey mind. I'm in a thousand different places. So it's not like this is a process that we perfect and then always have this wonderful meditation. It's about showing up every moment, even if our minds are totally running amok and going in a thousand different directions, having that willingness to bring that wandering attention back to our awareness of love, to our willingness, even just to our breath. So that's Meaning that we're good at meditation just means that we're willing to show up and to get quiet at least for 30 seconds or a minute at minimum. Yes, and I love that you have um, created this tool because I feel it will be very helpful. Um, because some people, you know, you, they want to read, but they also want some sort of, you know, guidance and especially a guided meditation from you would be helpful. 
Um, so basically on Amazon, they would put the, the name of the book and they could find it. Um, probably searching for Corinne Zupko or okay. from anxiety to love meditations. It's what it's what it's listed as. Perfect. And then also I'll put the link, um, on the comments below as well. And, um, I'm excited to, to hear those. Um, I had no idea. So I'm surprised. All right. So the last question to wrap it up, which I ask all my guests is how does Corinne live her happy? Corinne lives her happy by being willing to be in the present moment. Doesn't mean that I always am. Doesn't mean that it's always perfect, but that I have that willingness to get into the present because that's where the Holy Spirit is. That's where peace is. That's where happy happiness is. And that's how I live my happy is being in the now. That's wonderful. All right, everyone. So I invite you to get these two books right now. <laughs> <laughs> happy train choo choo <laughs> yeah. very very helpful combo there um and i love collaborating with other teachers such as yourself because i feel that this is what truly matters is joining to be able to um create the good the holy and the beautiful and, mm -hmm. and help and help people any way we can with just some some chat mm -hmm. just a little chat <laughs> for sure all right, everyone. Thank you, Corinne. And as usual, we're on the happy train together. Choo-choo. <laughs> Love you all.